welcome to What the Football, which is a first for this podcast, something I've been thinking about for a long time, and uh, considering we've lived together for pretty much the last five months. Yeah, five, six months. About time we got it moving. So this is What the Football, it's a football podcast for women in football, and I want to get to know the women in football more because I know that the fans would love to hear this, um, and that's because we've seen so much of the fans getting in touch with you in lockdown and they want more from you. So um, welcome for the first in What the Football is Katie McCabe for Arsenal and Republic of Ireland Women's Captain. Welcome, Katie. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for joining me in the garage I tonight. I am um, very excited that I'm your first guest ahead of your sister, Rusha. Yeah. So uh, that's even um, that's even more enjoyable. That's because she's got no fans, <laughs> basically. So tell me about what, what's coming up now that we're coming out of COVID and getting back to normal. What's normal like playing for Arsenal? So, yeah, it's been a, a troubling um few months for for everyone um obviously for for us as footballers and me personally it's been a challenge um i think having rusha um and yourselves around the past few months has made it that bit easier where you can train together kind of push each other and kind of keep in that team environment which is why you play you play football to be in a team and push each other and this and that and obviously it's been great that we've we've been able to do that um so it's good we're, we're starting to to get into now all our phases like we're just passing phase one phase two and um, following all the right protocols um due to the coronavirus um but it's starting to feel like the norm again which is good um and obviously everyone uh coming out of it nice and healthy as well so that's obviously a massive thing as well why did it feel hard what like during lockdown what was hard for you do you know what was hard for me because we had um obviously my last game with Arsenal we had just finished um the Conti Cup final which we lost um which uh, yeah we'll, we'll talk about that later um <laughs> she's not off yeah. <laughs> um and then we went into um a really important um Ireland camp for our European um uh, our qualification uh, campaign for the Euros um, in England and then that was it it just got taken away from you so mm. we were due to come back um, after our camp um, against Montenegro and stuff so we were ready to come into like a massive part of the season with like games against PSG we had the FA Cup um, we had the league was still up for grabs as well mm. um, obviously with, with Chelsea and Man City pushing too so it was a really exciting end the season on the way and then it just got taken from you and there was that whole fear of the unknown I think that just kind of set in well will we get back won't we like when will we see each other again and weeks went by and Mm. and by and it just you just didn't see anyone and obviously then lockdown happened and I think it was a shock for for a lot of people a shock for me because you go from seeing all your your teammates and stuff one week and then I haven't seen them for a couple of months now so when you have something like a league taken away from you almost when it was still kind of up for grabs did you cry I didn't did you feel like crying <laughs> I feel like crying I'm still not over <laughs> um it was it was difficult to to process um because you're not in control I think like for me with football you're always in control of your physical um mm. and your mental like well-being you can always control what you put in whether that's given 100 percent or, or or whatever you're feeling so I think that just being taken out of your control all of the 
unknown questions and answers like we didn't know anything um and then obviously we got wind of the men's starting their season again um for me personally I would have loved to see us finish our league because I think as I said like we we could have got a, a Champions League uh, space uh, if not even possibly won it because a lot can happen in a few yeah. a few games and the WSL is a is a very competitive league and you see you see players now coming from Australia, Europe, everywhere to, to come and play in it and challenge. Um, so, yeah, I, I really, uh, I really felt that we could have done done the business. Well, the battle is on for next season. Now you guys are back, and I want to go back to way back to the beginning. Where did it start for you? When did you decide that you wanted to be in football and that you loved football? For me, it started way back when I was, I'd say, six or seven. I remember. Be like having a hallway in my house and like from the banisters to the wall was one goal and the at the other end at the door was the other goal and me and my brother uh two brothers one older Gary and one younger Shane we used to play we just used to play football and um, my mom used to absolutely kill us because we used to smash every piece of ornament in yeah. the house and <laughs> um, my dad had joined in um, and it was it was just it was just kind of that for for me, I loved it, and I think when we dad kind of seen that I was better than my other brother Shane, <laughs> who's younger than me, uh, with a ball at my feet, he brought me around to the local team, which is called Kilimani, uh, Kilimani Football Club, which is still running, by the way, which wow. is which is fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah, and it just it, I started back then, and I went to my first training session. Um, it was very daunting experience because you're the only girl. Yeah, you're rocking up to this lads team yeah. and you're the only girl mm. um and the, the boys it's funny now because as the years went on you, you always got the same kind of um look as you approach the team and I think funny enough then when you when you start training they just they're like oh god she can play so they accept you they accept you yeah. um and you kind of get that immediate respect if you put a tackle in or you score a goal or you stop the opposition from scoring and stuff and you get that respect and it shouldn't you shouldn't feel like that, yeah. but it's well, that was part of it. When did it become a career? You've not really had a a real job, as some might say. When well, did it work? actually, I worked in Nando's. Oh, that is a real job. Well, that is for true. Me. That is true. And I worked fair, in Nando's for a whole year. Probably not a lot of people probably know that. They still Busted. looking for you back. They do. They want me back. They, they employed out. my little sister. So <laughs> still looking for that black card from Nando's. <laughs> On time. That's um, interesting when you speak about your brothers and sisters. A lot of people might not know that you're one of 11. Yeah. What's that like coming from a family that massive? And how do they encourage your football? It's crazy because people are like, I, I, any person that asks me how many is in your family, I get the same reaction. Oh yeah. my God. Because it's unheard of in this day and age of course. That, that you would have a, yeah. 10 siblings. It's just unusual. But if you're living in Ireland, then it's like, oh, classic. Okay, you're normal family. then. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> even at that, you'd, I remember even sitting in school and you know when you're like going through your new class or whatever like that, mm. and people are like, oh, how many are in your family? And people are like three, four, five. And I'm sitting there like, God, I'm waiting for the reaction. And then I say... 11 plus mm. my mum and dad 13 and they're like what no 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 so uh now it's always it's been crazy like in a good way you've got 11 very different personalities but the same almost it's 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 I wouldn't change it for the world I think you appreciate it a lot more now that I'm, I've, I'm living away the last four years I think for me when I was transitioning over to England from Ireland at first like from 
stepping from um from Ireland to a more professional environment that was probably the most trickiest ever even chatting to you about how much I hated it here and this and that but having your family to fall back on knowing what I was like beforehand before I moved over and stuff and their support and stuff it's always been fantastic is there one sibling that you're particularly close to that if you're having a bad day or if you feel that you need to just check in who's that one sibling to go to and what advice do they give you to kind of cheer you up apart from just come home yeah <laughs> well my mom's usually the one being like just come home yeah um it'd probably be I'll get I'm gonna get myself in trouble now I, I'd say it would be Vanessa um the older sister Vanessa we've always been very close growing up we used to play on the same olympic handball team together handball uh, handball that's new i didn't know that about Did you, you not? I, didn't, I know and you played basketball i don't know you played handball ba- yeah i used to play for ireland as Gee. well oh wow olympic handball. yeah that was growing up through the teens vanessa was the captain of the team <laughs> oh, <shit. Yeah. laughs> oh my god was it just you was it just your family actually in no, the team just you you me, ten <laughs> <laughs> me and a lot of the girls we used to hang around with in Kilimani. Shout out to Lunacy Handball Club. They're going to love that. Lunacy? Lunacy. Okay. Lunacy is Irish for August. That's another thing I didn't know. There you go. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, no, to go back to your question, like, it would probably be Vanessa. I remember very um, clearly a stage, um, I think I was six months into moving over here and I was an Arsenal player and it was all I've ever dreamed of and everything I've worked towards and you name it, I was Mm. like happy, but... I rang her and I was like, I want to come home. Uh-huh. It was like, I got there in the January 2016 and I remember it so clearly. It was in the July and I was like, I'm ready to come home. I'm really? not doing this anymore. Yeah. What, what what changed it? What made you stay? Or stick Vanessa, through it? Yeah, yeah. No, Vanessa um, just got chatting to me and was like, basically what I kind of said there, that was just like, it's, it's all you've ever worked towards if you've sacrificed probably your whole teenage mm. life for it didn't go on any girls holidays didn't um parties drink like, didn't drink never no alcohol <laughs> um yeah like I sacrificed a lot and then at that time I was like I didn't know whether it was like FOMO because all my mates were still out and like mm. going away for the summer and you, you see everything on Instagram and social media can be such a a false sense of security in yeah. a sense that you think everyone's having fun but they're not like mm-hmm. I still go home now and I'm like how are you girls like what's what's new and they're like nothing like yeah. you're not missing that in here and I'm like okay I'll, I'll back to England off I go continue yeah. again and how do you feel about that now looking back how far have you come as a person and how have you grown I think with time time has been everything in a sense that even that, going back to that conversation, Vanessa was like, give it another couple of weeks and then see how you feel. If you're still feeling that way, then we can we can get you back home um, or whatever like that. But now I think I've just matured a lot. Settled, obviously, I met Rusha as well. Like through that, that, that brings you, you back to like a, a safe kind of yeah. home environment. Yeah. Um, a massive help in that was going to Glasgow on loan from Arsenal and living with um your mum and dad. Like that that home feeling I think I just missed. Yeah. And that that's obviously been so important to me from being from a big family and coming in from training, having your mum, having the dinner ready for you, mm. not having to worry about your washing, your kit ready, like it, all that was always done for me. Um mm. thankfully enough from your mum and dad. But yeah, I think just maturing um, and obviously when you're playing football and you're getting game time and that that takes a load off it as well. I would also say speaking. 
I, mm. I didn't really speak like I used to pretend I was fine to family friends and stuff like that I'm having a great time playing first and blah 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 like and which I was but I didn't tell them about the bad days and I think now maturing um and having those few people a handful of people where I can turn and be like oh, I've, I've not had a good week this week like training's been terrible like, mm. I've not been good I think that helps as well but it took me a few <laughs> few months year or two to to kind of to kind of kick in with that to, to be able to talk and open up and just see how you feel or what's bugging you and get things off your chest yeah absolutely um and doing that now I've I've kind of took it in my strides um I think it's so important I think mental health is massive um mm. at the minute and as it should be I think it should be spoken about for sure and for me it was it was hard at times but again speaking having those uh few people that you can trust and stuff like that was was helpful you look back at like 17 18 year old Katie now coming across to England different person different person <laughs> and if you could give advice to your younger self or to a young player that's just joined Arsenal this season you know from like you say players come from Australia all over the world to yeah. you know to any young footballer what advice would you give them to make the best of themselves and feel the best in themselves I think for me I'd always give the advice and and say be ruthless be ruthless for what you want and always believe in yourself as as cheesy and as corny as that may sound believing in yourself is massive because you will have hiccups along the way you mightn't get selected for a certain squad you might be left on the bench for a certain game but if you keep if you if you keep believing in yourself and taking taking that into the next training session or next camp or next game whatever it may be day by day you'll get there you'll get where you need to be I've had knocks along the road. I know players I, I still play with now who didn't get selected for certain squads and they're now on the senior team with me mm. with Ireland. So you do, yeah, and that's part of football. That's part yeah. and parcel of it. That's why you love it. You have the lows and trust me, the lows can be low. What, but... What's been your low? What's the 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 biggest blow for you? Um, I've had kind of two significant ones in a sense. I broke my leg mm. um, when I was 18, going into a really, really important... Um, part of my under 19 Ireland career it was called the elite phase I'm totally missed that but um because of this broken leg but luckily enough the girls had qualified so then we reached the the championships that summer and we were written off before we even got there we were like bottom seeded mm. we had Sweden England and Spain in our group we were never going to get out of it according to everyone else but we ended up topping the group and reaching the semis mm. And funnily enough, we met a woman called Vivian Miedema in the semi-final. Oh, my Viv. <laughs> Your Viv. Uh, that uh, scored a hat-trick and kicked us out of the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. She has to do that. <laughs> Keep herself busy. So, yeah. And in terms of uh, lows where you thought, oh, I don't think I'm ever going to be a footballer. Have you ever had that kind of low where someone's really not believed in you and they've been the person in that position to take you down I don't want to sound arrogant or anything like that but, but I've, no I've never had that. <laughs> I'm amazing I've, I'm amazing um I've never had that like luckily yeah. um I've always had coaches that have backed me to the absolute like maximum every coach I've had I've always gotten along with yeah no I've I had a teacher actually who funny enough always I wasn't the best in school but that's because I was always away with football like Ireland squads yeah. and stuff and she always says to me, like, you're never going to make it as a footballer. Like, you need your skill work. You need your skill work. And I know you need your skill work. But yeah. I was like, don't tell me I'm never going to be a professional footballer. Like, don't do that. Like, because you're not going to tell your other student. They're not yeah. going to be a lawyer or an English teacher or a math teacher. Mm. 
So um, does that still spur you on? It, her, it, that, I that voice in your head. Never though? forget that. Like wow. I, I never forget it. What I was remember. her name? Miss Maloney, her name was. I mean, you don't hold it against her. I don't hold it against her. I actually, yeah, 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 it, yeah. It has has driven me to to kind of get there, and um, yeah, I, I always remember her saying that to me, yeah. and then me making it and signing. I was like, there you go, Miss Maloney. Have your go. homework now. There you go. Up in um, your face. Um, I, I think that's so important that um, all players or and whatever job you want to do, someone tells you you cannot do it. You will always prove them wrong. We've spoken about the lowlights. What is your ultimate highlight? That one moment where it can still give you goosebumps to think about and think, I did that, that was me. Um, see, me, but more the team. Like, more, that was us. Really? You know? Yeah. Not even, like, that one goal where you're like, nailed it. Do you know what, actually? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, on our title-winning season, um, my Arsenal career didn't probably kick off the way I wanted it to when I first came over. I was not really playing. Um, the coach wasn't really selecting me. I was in and out of the team, in and out of the squads. Yeah. Um, that's probably why I found it difficult. Of course, yeah. Um, so that's why I obviously made the decision with Arsenal to then go on loan, um, which was fantastic. I had Glasgow City, which was even better. Like yeah. it was just, it was helping me get my confidence back. And then obviously Pedro had uh, departed from the club and Joe Montemuro came in. So then I was back in the team a lot. Joe really got behind me and, and kind of spurred me on, kind of just got going and instilled that confidence in me, which I think is so important from a coach into a, into yeah. a player. And then from then on, it was the start of our, our title winning season. Um, and that goal um, or that me moment, if you mm-hmm. like, I was just really happy because it was um, we were playing Birmingham away and we had to win that game to go back into the Champions League for the first time I think it was in like five years um, Arsenal hadn't been in the Champions League for and then I had scored the goal um, and then I was like yes felt good. yes that felt good and it still feels good when you it's, think that. it still feels good me and them me, uh, me and Leah Williamson would still kind of chat about it because Leah's massive gunner like Arsenal through yeah. and through and she does actually a photo of us like where I'm like pointing at her and she's like nearly crying. It was, it was quite funny. <laughs> Captured the moment pretty well. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, that was a that was a massive moment for me personally because I had to work back to get into that team and then to yeah. be part of a, a massive moment in the club's history and to put us uh, in kind of a, a better position then to to finish off and, and win the league was was great. What is the dream for you in football? Club you or know, country? Anything. What is it you want from football? Definitely just to win. I think it's yeah, very easy enough answer. But like in terms of Arsenal Football Club, we've always been at the forefront of trophies and the history speaks for itself. Yeah. Um, the only English team, women's team to ever win a Champions League like that is speaks volumes of, of how high the club are. Um, so for me, winning my club career it's definitely to go on and and win the champions league win more league titles win fa cups to be that massive dominant uh, team within not just in england but in europe and i definitely think we um under the guidance of joe and our staff and the players i have around me world-class players we can definitely do that so you're captain of the Ireland squad. I remember being with you. You were like 21. We were in Ireland, funnily enough, on a family holiday when you got a phone call um, from Coach Colin at the time. And he'd asked you to be his captain. What was that like? And 
how does that feel now on your shoulders? You're the captain of that team. How do you lead them to, to big things? Yeah, I got a message from him and I I was like, oh, Farouche, I'm in trouble. Like, he, he wants to ring me. I was like, what do you want to ring me about? Mm. So he rang me anyway and he just kind of just said it in black and white. Do you want to be the next captain of Ireland? And I was like, sorry, huh? sorry, what? what? <laughs> um, you phoned the right number. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Nandos. <laughs> But it was it was massive, and I think it just I think it just hit the pit in my stomach because yeah. I was like it was it was massive, but it, it did it just filled me with like such pride. Yeah. Like I was like, okay, this guy wants me to to lead the team. Um, and the 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 team was going through a transition period at the at that time, and uh, Colin was trying to implement new things and stuff like that. And obviously, me being then captain was was one of them, and. Yeah, I didn't think twice. I was just like, yeah, if you're sure, I'm sure. Like, and he just texted me then and um was just like, look, don't like, don't worry. And uh, yeah, then it, it just kicked on from there. We, funnily enough, obviously being in Northern Ireland at the time of the call, yeah, my first game as captain was in Northern Ireland against mm. Northern Ireland, yeah, in our World Cup uh, campaign, um, qualifying campaign. So the. F- the stage that you're on, the platform that, that you guys are on, your team, has come with a bit of fame as well. You, Is that a nice perk of the job? I've, I don't know. I, I kind of, I like to keep my feet like firmly placed on the ground with, with all that stuff. Like I think for me as a, a young football fan growing up, I remember even like going to watch Emma Bourne probably kill me for this, but going when I was like 12, 13, watching Emma Bourne play and really? all of a sudden then I'm in the same Arsenal team as her and yeah. I'm watching her play in FA Cup finals and she's training, like I'm training with her. And Is just, that who you looked up to? Was oh yeah, Bernie was like unbelievable, wow. like a, a massive, massive character in the Ireland team and I remember my first camp uh, in the Ireland team. She didn't talk to me. She didn't even like, and I was like, Awkward. that's how it feels. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But earn, earn your respect, and, and rightly so. She's she's done massive things in her career and has had such a decorative career um, yeah. with club and, and country. And for me, even going back to the captaincy thing, I have, I was stepping into her, she, like, such big boots to fill. Like, yeah. how do I how do I be like Emma but I soon realize you have to just be yourself you can't try be someone else you have to be your own version of a captain and I think with that with with great teammates around me and 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 guidance and real experience around me as well I've I've helped I've helped myself in terms of just being myself if if that makes sense and And people and people like you for you and I think so I think they do I mean (laughs) they don't they don't know the real you um but no people people like you for you and I think that's that's really nice and you've got I see like you've got a lovely following and um you do nice things for your fans and stuff like that do you have a a famous fan that we should know about who supports you and you're like that's kind of cool that's a good question that's an on-the-spot question it's probably not that well I don't know for other people, but like Robbie Kane, he's like oh yeah, that's in that's... the WhatsApp like that. Is he? Like I've I've like WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah I've got his number. <laughs> but for him being such like an Irish legend, going to Lansdowne Road, watching his games, watching him score hat tricks for fun, and having his name and number on the back of your shirt for like Christmas gifts, like yeah, that that was that that's pretty cool. I do I do like that. And then I guess he's got famous friends, so that makes them my friends. No? Well, then, well, you could say that. <laughs> but no. No, no, okay. Fair. He's got David Beckham 
in there. So yeah, yeah, I suppose that's it. That's quite cool. You support someone all your life, and then they end up messaging you saying congratulations. Congratulations! Yeah, I think when I got the captaincy, he messaged me being like, "You're gonna do great," and just be yourself type thing. I was like, "What was well, that like getting that message?" I, yeah, I shat myself a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, it just you're like, is this actually happening? Like again, it's just it's just part and parcel. But again, for me, I always try remain as humble as possible and feet firmly on the ground. Don't let him down. I don't, don't let him down. Who's your top rated footballer? Um, either doesn't have to be in your club, doesn't have to be Arsenal, doesn't have to be Ireland. Who is the best female footballer out there just now? I think. Do you know what? Like the the level of of women's football has has just gone through the roof in these last couple of years. Like. Um, especially with the the World Cups they they've had, and obviously me not being there sucks. But like yeah. watching it on on telly, it's like putting a lads game on. Actually, uh, like I yeah. was in Mexico with Russia, and we were found ourselves sitting on the beach trying to watch like Scotland and England play in the World Cup in France. Like it was that's that's how tasteful it is now. And yeah. um, for me, I think there's there's so much talent, but seeing it on a day to day basis with the likes of Viv and Kim Little, like it'd be definitely one of them too. Yeah, there honestly, it's um, it's seeing what Viv can do against me, yeah. and then it's better to have your better to have her in your team for sure. Um, and Kim is just the ultimate professional, like yeah. on and off the park. Um, I still remember when Rusha was at the Scotland schools team. And going to see those games, and Kim would have been what, 15, yeah. 14 maybe? Yeah. And she was flames. Like, I still think back to those games and be like, no, nah, the ball just somehow sticks to her feet, um, which is quite insane, really. But I think just seeing them, how close I work with them, like whether I'm defending against Viv or playing with Kim, playing against, like in training and obviously having them in your team is a lot easier than if you were playing against them, trust me. Who's the best laugh in your team? Uh, well, do you know what? Like obviously being with Mitchie the past four years yeah. at Arsenal, it, was, it would definitely be Mitchie. But even at, like, at the start of my Arsenal career, Mitchie, Burn, Bernie, Farah, and then obviously Farah left, Emma Burn retired and stuff like that. And me and Mitchie solid for a few years, yeah. but uh, obviously um, she's gone to she's gone to Redden now, so yeah, I'm on my own right now. But you know what, Lisa's Lisa's good crack. See, in between her, so I'll put that. I don't know. If you, it's it's a, it's quite a fun team. Everyone's yeah. different in their own little ways, but you, you have the crack with everyone. Um, there's no um, there's no boring. What's it like working with your partner? So you two. You know, we're training together through lockdown. You'd just come from an Ireland camp, just as lockdown kind of came into play. Um, you live together, you eat together, you do a lot together. What's it like playing football with her? Do you know what, right? It's been a funny L few months because obviously Rusha came off um the back of it an amazing camp. Um yeah. speaking as as a teammate right now, she worked her socks off to get back into to that camp and Vera instilled some trust in her that um Rusha repaid her for like she 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 got man of the match then for the for the game against Greece and and done really well against uh, Montenegro um out there so she's done herself um a lot of favors in terms of just working just getting her head down and having kind of this tunnel vision um yeah. signing for West Ham like that was a massive uh, step she didn't settle she didn't settle for 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 anything and she kept going she yeah. didn't question her age she didn't question anything like that she knew she was fit enough and ready to to kind of push on and and seeing that really drove me like I, I think over the lockdown 
we've killed each other nearly a few yeah. times, but we're training together. It's been it's been a treat, and when I've have when I'm having my my off days, she kind of pulls me up and, and gets me going and gets out and doing the runs. And likewise, when when she's having an off day, we kind of you kind of just help each other out in terms because she's honest and honestly isn't nice sometimes. But you're like, oh, if she says something, I'm like, oh god you're an arsehole but <laughs> you're right um when you're you've done good she'll she'll tell you that and you get a little pat on the back yeah, yeah you yeah. can sleep in the bed tonight <laughs> and um just for you what is the key to relaxing winding down what do you do in your chill time switching off um playing with your babies <laughs> <laughs> yes i have Reba twin babies and, Brooks. and, and uh, thank god katie is the nanny that is here all the time which is fab but that is even like for me switching off like going back to that crazy bedlam one of eleven you come in and there's kids, there's kids everywhere. You, well, I've got my nieces and nephews and this and yeah. that. Like that is my way of just getting back to reality um, w- with kids and doing the dishes, getting your washes done. That's kind of how I unwind. But I actually like on my days off getting up and ready to clean. That's weird. Yeah. Like enjoying cleaning is just is weird. But it's they very do say, well, that's what they say because when everything's clean on the outside, you're cleansed on the inside. In saying that, I do, and you slag me, dear diary, da da. <laughs> I do. I write down what I need to do, whether it's I don't know, put a wash on or clean the car. I don't know. I just yeah. write it down so I'm like thoughts on a piece of paper. Do you score it are. off at the end of the day? Sco- and that, yeah, and I feel so Job good. Done. Yeah. But we've got Dubai booked for Christmas time, which will be fantastic. Nice. Um, that'll be absolutely beautiful. So it kind of it gives you something to look forward to. Get the season started, work your ass off really for the next few months, and then you'll have that kind of chill time that you missed out on in the summer. Katie, thank you so much for talking to us. Uh, we're talking to me and joining me in the garage for a little blather and hope that your fans have learned more about you as well as knowing that you're an amazing footballer you're a lovely person and um i hope you've enjoyed that as well it's a to be the first one as well that's even better if you can just text your friends and ask them as well to, to join <laughs> in the next one thank you katie thanking you